Listen, I went from being the quietest, shyest girl in the room who could never make new friends because she was so terrified of speaking to new people to being the extroverted life of the party who could walk up to a random stranger and strike up a conversation with them. I went from being so insecure about myself that I had to hide my face in every single photo taken of me to literally doing modeling shoots and being a social media influencer. I went from chasing people because I was so desperate for other people's approval to going out, sitting in restaurants alone and just being okay with being myself because I'm so detached and confident in who I am. If I can make that much of a transformation and up level my life through my confidence you sure as hell can so let's get into the confidence tips number one is external versus internal confidence external confidence is easier to achieve because it involves a lot of faking it till you make it which i'm a massive believer in and that really helped me develop my own confidence i love fake it till you make it i definitely recommend embodying the characteristics of your dream self until they naturally become a part of who you are but i covered all of that advice in my confidence part one video like i mentioned before so today we're going to be talking about internal confidence which is much more important yes external confidence can be useful you know people will give you tips like always make eye contact have the right posture talk to everybody never be on your phone have positive body language using those tips will make sure that you're definitely successful in fooling other people into thinking you're super confident even if you're super shy and introverted on the inside but when you go home after faking it till you make it and you then have to face your inner dialogue again you won't feel confident on the inside and this is where internal confidence comes from it's much more sustainable and it means you'll be confident all of the time so what does internal confidence mean it means not seeking approval from others you know when you're posting something on Instagram don't send a picture in your group chat for them to approve it first if you like it then that's enough you should tr start trusting your own opinion your opinion is valid it doesn't matter what anybody else thinks post it you don't need a second opinion and reassurance from other people with every decision you make when you decide to do that what you're basically saying to yourself is I don't trust my own opinion and my own opinion probably isn't correct so I need other people to tell me what I should do and that right there is gradually decreasing your confidence over time Confidence tip number two, affirmations only work in reframing your negative self-perception and inner critic. Everybody asks, yeah, but do affirmations actually work? You know, saying you're beautiful and confident in a mirror every day isn't going to magically make you so. I completely agree. The other tips I'm about to go through in this video, they will help you become confident very quickly. But affirmations, the purpose of them is to help you work backwards from your self-hate, from everything bad you say about yourself, from your inner critic. And yes, it might not necessarily make you confident overnight, but what it will do is it will decrease your self-doubt and it will make sure that the confidence you have isn't decreasing. Affirmations is about self-empowerment. It's about believing in yourself and knowing what you want is achievable and that you're capable of it. And remember, your thoughts reflect your reality. If you constantly think, I'm not worthy of this, I'm not attractive, I'm never going to be able to date that kind of person, you won't because that's what you're constantly feeding to yourself every single day. Plus affirmations is a very well known form of manifestation. So if you want to become a confident person, you need to speak that dream confident self into reality, into existence. Affirmations are so crucial because it will force you to make a habit out of speaking to yourself positively and a lot of us suffer from self-hate and it's not even our fault. We live in a digital age with so many unrealistic beauty standards and being able to see other people's lifestyles at the click of a button and that causes so much comparison and that then breeds so much insecurity. So not only do I use affirmations on a daily basis to remind myself of the dream person I'm working towards, but also I've done a lot of techniques to reverse that self-hate that's so embedded in all of us. For example, I changed my online consumption habits. I started following real people, people who looked like me without surgery, brown women who showed off and were proud of their ethnic features. It also made me fall back in love with my culture and my skin color and my ethnic features again and that really helped increase my confidence. Instead of following celebrities, 
started following educational creators so every day when I went on social media I wasn't thinking about oh my god these people live in a mansion and they're so rich and I have nothing but I was just learning new things and I wasn't constantly comparing myself to strangers on the internet every day and lastly with affirmations I think talking to our younger selves is a great way to practice affirmation when you're engaging in this self-hate behavior and you're criticizing yourself but your self-doubt is growing the one thing that immediately snaps me out of that is envisioning my younger self any bad things I'm saying to myself and being hard on myself I imagine I'm saying that to the six or seven year old version of me. and instantly it forces me to empathize with myself and this is really important to have self-compassion so yes affirmation doesn't magically lead to a huge growth in confidence overnight but it does prevent you from damaging the confidence you already have and this leads me to confidence tip number three instead of relying on affirmations build a whole portfolio of proof against your self-doubt the best truest way to build real confidence is to overcome your self-doubt you basically need to prove to yourself that you are capable and every single limiting belief you have about yourself is false because that's the thing that's holding you back from developing real confidence in my opinion the only way to do this and I practice this all the time is consistently stepping out of your comfort zone this is where we start building a portfolio of proof that we are confident and we are deserving and we can do anything we put our minds to which is ultimate confidence for example I would say I'm a pretty confident person but I still get very nervous meeting new people going on photo shoots every single time a day comes where I'm like oh my god I have to go out and meet a bunch of new people today I'm so scared and I want to cancel so bad because it's so uncomfortable I don't want to do it I want to stay in my bedroom and be in my little cocoon and be an introvert in peace do I do that no I force myself every single time I have to meet this photographer I have to meet these new people I have to put myself in that situation where I'm forced into being an extrovert even though that's not natural for me is it uncomfortable for the first five minutes absolutely because I don't want to do it once I'm there and I'm doing it and then I've completed it I've come home what do I feel like I feel amazing I feel on top of the world I'm like wow actually that wasn't as scary as I thought it would be and I survived it and everything was okay so then I do it again and then the second time I do it it's also not that scary it's actually way less scary than it was the first time and then wow now I can do it the third time without even wanting to cancel and once you consistently prove to yourself that I can put myself in an unfamiliar situation and get through it your self-doubt will fade away because it has nothing to go off of whereas the fastest way to grow your self-doubt which is the ultimate confidence killer is by consistently saying you're gonna do something and then never doing it if you live that life you will never attain confidence confidence tip number four embarrassment is a choice it's literally just a concept in fact it's a social construct you can literally choose not to be embarrassed every single time you choose to feel embarrassed you feel unconfident you're like oh my god I feel so insecure I can't believe I did that but why is it that deep why are you beating yourself up for like making a mistake or like if you fell over in public okay so okay and are you gonna see any of those people again no it's normal it happens the fastest way to desensitize yourself to being cringe or being embarrassing is through exposure therapy and what this means is constantly putting yourself out there once again linking back to the stepping outside your comfort zone and doing things that normally would kind of make you feel embarrassed or cringe and you are now intentionally doing those things so you're signaling to your brain oh look I'm doing this and it's fine and it's not embarrassing it's not cringy for example filming yourself in public being a youtuber very hard to do I had to force myself to do it the first few times I did it I wanted to hide my camera away I didn't want to make eye contact with anyone if a bunch of people were working towards me I'd literally put my vlogging camera away and I'd stop because I'd feel so cringy and embarrassing now I do it in the back of my mind I'm like oh my god this is so scary what are people thinking 
I grab my vlogging camera, I hold it high, and I'm walking through a bunch of people in the middle of the city center, vlogging, speaking to myself in front of a camera. And I'm from a small town, so people can be very judgy about this. And everyone's staring at me, and in my head I'm like, I'm doing it, I'm fine, nothing's happening to me, this is safe, and I'm gonna get the content that I need, and I don't care what any of these people say, because I'm never going to see them again. But literally, like, next time you catch yourself feeling embarrassed, just remember, what you're saying to yourself is that that random person, or like whoever they are, their approval matters more to you, that you are now gonna put yourself through feelings of guilt and shame because you're so concerned about what somebody else thinks about you for like five seconds of their day because after the first five seconds they're gonna forget about you let that sink in like literally my validation and my approval is the only thing that matters to me so see ya embarrassment is literally just fear and anticipation of the negative opinions other people might have of you just let that sink in for a second and realize how crazy it is at the end of the day, nobody has any grounds to stand on when it comes to judging me. You know why? Because everybody's cringe. Everybody's cringe. Some people are just better at hiding it than others. And to those people, I say, shame on you. Shame on you. Own your cringe, okay? Why are you out here hiding it? You are not being authentic because you are so concerned with what other people think about you. And I'm sorry, but that, that right there is embarrassing. And you're probably gonna feel embarrassed when I say that because you haven't desensitized yourself to being cringe. And because now I have a negative opinion of you, you're gonna take that on. Do you see how ridiculous that is? Why do you care what I think? I'm a stranger. I'm literally talking to you through a screen right now. Anyways, I need to just calm down and take a deep breath. I'm just very passionate about this. Like just openly be cringe and just be authentic because let me tell you, the benefits to being authentic are endless. And lastly, if you think people are judging you or other people think you're embarrassing, what that really means, and this is a fact, that means that you're judging yourself. If you think other people are gonna think what you're doing is embarrassing, that means you think what you're doing is embarrassing and you need to reverse that mindset and work back from it because I judged myself all the time. I was like vlogging in public and taking pictures of myself by myself with a tripod out in public with people staring at me and walking past and I felt shame that I shouldn't be doing that. You know, people are gonna walk past and they're gonna think, who is this girl? And like, she thinks she's some sort of celebrity. Why, why did I feel bad about that? I'm not hurting anybody, I'm not doing anything bad. So I had to stop judging myself and I had to condition myself into thinking, this is okay. It's okay to film yourself in public and take pictures. Yes, maybe it's not normal, but it's okay. And I don't need to be so harsh on myself about that. And once I was kinder to myself, which is once again, like I mentioned before, where affirmations come into play, automatically I'm gonna stop thinking that everybody around me is judging me because what is there to judge? Confidence tip number five, authenticity. Real confidence is destroying the fear of being authentic. Don't get it twisted, okay? 90% of people on this planet are so terrified of being authentic that they follow the crowd and they wanna be like everybody else and just fit in. That's an actual like psychological fact that people just think the way that they'd rather just fit in with everyone even if they're not fully being themselves. And that's so messed up. Don't let it be you. And I'm not judging, okay, I'm not judging because I used to be the same. I wanted people to like me and I wanted to make friends and just like be approved of because I had no internal confidence. So I just used to do whatever I had to do to fit in with everybody else. But you know what? Yes, half the time that will work, people will like you because you're being just like them. But you know what that will also cause? So much resentment because you're not being yourself and you, you don't, you lose yourself. You don't even know who you are. So let's cut that out right now and let's talk about authenticity instead. Because ever since I decided to start living authentically, so many more blessings have come to me in my life. The benefits include attracting people that are actually meant for you. When I'm, if I'm being cringy or passionate like online and fully being myself instead of like trying to be what I think people want from me, like yes, it might mean a lot of people don't like me because they think I'm too loud or cringe or whatever, but the few people that do like me are the people that are actually meant 
meant for me because I'm attracting people who match my energy and my vibe. If I'm constantly being fake and trying to fit in, how do I know that the people in my life are actually meant for me and love and appreciate me for who I am? Being authentic means you're going to attract the opportunities that are meant for you. If you're putting yourself out there with like filming in public, for example, who knows who might scout you? Who knows who wants to hire you as a content creator or a model? Do the things that are real to you so you can get where you're meant to be in life. You know, don't chase jobs or passions that you think you're meant to do because you're never going to be happy that way. And lastly, of course, being authentic means that you are going to get a newfound sense of confidence and reach your higher self. You are going to be putting out the best energy and operating at such a high frequency and vibration because you're finally being yourself. There's no resentment. There's no constantly worrying about, okay, but how am I presenting myself and dressing and acting? You don't have to constantly check yourself on everything because you're just living freely and being yourself. And when you get used to living like your real self, then you also fall in love with yourself and you learn more about who you are as a person and develop the confidence that goes with that. So how do I actually become authentic? This is how. First and foremost, get to know yourself fully. The more you know about who you are at your core, the more that is to respect and admire and fall in love with, okay? Maybe journal about it, really journey inwards, okay? What are my principles? What are my values? What do I love? What are my absolute pet peeves? What do I stand for? What do I stand against? What are my passions? How do I treat people? How do I wanna be loved? And eventually what that's gonna transfer into is, I really love and appreciate my passions or my desire to help other people or how much I care about my siblings or my parents. I love my desire to create art and inspire and it goes on and on and on. But if you're constantly trying to fit into the crowd, you could never say those things about yourself. You're just eventually losing your individuality and your uniqueness to fit in with the majority. And what is there to love about yourself if you're not being yourself? Next, explore your values, your weaknesses, your strengths, your weaknesses, your styles, your preferences, and then act accordingly embody that every single day for example i love wearing super bright colors i love wearing massive jewelry is that the biggest trend at the moment no everybody loves the tiny little gold hoops which are also cute but i love these does that mean i fit in or i'm following the latest fashion crazes and styles and trends like no but that's okay because i'm being myself and i feel a lot better about myself because i'm following that you might really like a particular aesthetic but you stray away from that because you want to look good to the other gender or to your friends or to society whatever and that's destroying your confidence because you're telling yourself it doesn't matter what I like and it doesn't matter who I want to be. I have to be somebody else in order to be accepted, which is false. And that's just breeding extra insecurity. You know, if you have a super controversial opinion that other people might not agree with, own it, say it. As long as it's not hurting anybody and it's not like really inappropriate, own it. Because yeah, five or six people might hate you for having that opinion and they're like, you're so wrong. But one or two people that hear it might be like, yo, like I have the same opinion and I was so scared to say it. And then you bond and then that's like an actual real friend who likes you for you instead of all these five or six people that you don't even align with. And finally, if you're authentic and someone tries to hate on you, you own it because when you're being authentic you're telling yourself me being real trumps being liked by everybody i know not everybody's gonna like my fully authentic self and that's okay when you're trying to fit in with everybody you're telling yourself that being liked by everybody is more important than being myself confidence tip number six confidence equals real love if you are not fully and completely in love with who you are you will never reach full confidence. For example, if you only feel really good about yourself and confident when your makeup is done and when you've got the cutest outfit on, when you've got straight A's in your exams, when you've got the job, the achievement, when you went to the gym every single day for a week and then you feel good about yourself, yeah, that's great, but that's not real confidence. The reason that confidence comes from self-love is self-love is all about loving yourself no matter what, okay? Self-love isn't built on attaching your worth to external achievements like hitting the gym or winning an award or getting your dream job or making a certain amount of money. Real self-love is even if I haven't gone to the gym all month, 
it's okay. I'm still attractive and I'm still lovable and desirable and completely whole and worthy as a human being. That's where confidence comes from. Because if you are attaching your confidence and self-love to external things like grades and opportunities and success, once those things start to crumble away or you're having a bad day at work or you got fired or whatever, all of your confidence and self-love is going to drift away with that opportunity because you attached your confidence and self-love to that thing. It needs to be attached internally to who you are. Self-love isn't just acknowledging all of your favorite qualities, it's acknowledging all of your past mistakes, your flaws, your weaknesses, all of the stuff you're super bad at and accepting them and being like, that's okay, that's who I am and I'm gonna own it. You forgive yourself and you understand that all of those flaws and imperfections are necessary factors to get you to where you need to be or like all of the past mistakes you've made have been important factors in getting you to the growth of your current self. So remember, if you failed an exam, that doesn't define my intelligence or how capable I am in the future or that I won't be successful in life. If I got rejected by that boy or girl, that doesn't mean that I'm not desirable and I won't find love. Don't let failures and external things define your character and your worth. It should all come from the inside and from the love you have for yourself. And once you master that, your confidence will naturally grow alongside it. And the last confidence tip, number seven, you need to meet your younger self. Engage in conversation with your younger self. Close your eyes and literally envision them standing in front of your current self if you have to. Now look at how far you've come. No, actually, look at how far you've come because all of us are constantly programmed to think about how far we have to go and how much progress we have to make that we rarely just stop and pause to reflect on everything we've achieved thus far and how great we're actually doing. You can still have a long way to go before you get to your dream place in life and you can still be grateful for all of the stuff, all of the obstacles that you've already overcome. Even if they're only a few and you still have majority of the journey to go, that's okay. But remember to reflect and be grateful on everything you've already done. So I don't care if you failed your exam or you haven't got your dream job or you haven't found your soulmate because instead you should be looking at every single small win you've achieved in the past. Things you've got now that you're taking for granted because realistically your younger self could have only dreamed of having what you currently have. Even, even if you haven't achieved your wildest dream, you still have things now that your younger self didn't have and that is something to celebrate and constantly be grateful for. The new circle of friends you have, the opportunities you have, where you live, your new wardrobe that you own, your new skills, the wisdom you have, the lessons you've learned over the last few years. See, this step is crucial in building your confidence because it's constantly reassuring you that you are succeeding and you are capable of doing even more. When you see how far you've come, it will provide motivation for you to keep going. Because if you got all of this stuff already from that past stuff, then you can get even more in the future. And this ultimately builds confidence in your intelligence, your abilities, and your determination. Take me for an example. I am not nearly where I wanna be in life. I'm only 22 years old. I've got so far, so long to go. I still live with my family. I just about finished uni. I haven't traveled the world yet. I haven't bought my first designer bag yet. I got a lot of things to tick off my to-do list, trust me. But I constantly remember that if my 15-year-old self could see me now, she'd be like, whoa, she would be so impressed. Like, actually, if my 15-year-old self was walking down the street and my current 22-year-old self was walking past her, she would look at me in awe. Like, she would be so jealous of me. She'd want to be me so bad, like, so bad. And that's how I know I'm doing okay in life. Like, yeah, okay, maybe I haven't moved out and maybe I haven't done all the big things in the world, but 
I have still made significant progress that my younger self is proud of me and that is all I want. That is the most important win. And by constantly reminding myself that by the age of 22, I've already become someone that my younger self would be so impressed with, that gives me so much motivation to keep going just to see how far I can take it. Because when you constantly remind yourself of everything you've done so far and all of the small wins, that just builds confidence in yourself and your abilities. And you're like, I've done this much, I can keep going and getting more. And if you look at this from the big picture, really it's about having an abundance mindset and reminding yourself of how much you can do, how much you have done. And yes, maybe it's not everything you've ever wanted to do, but start focusing on the good, not the lack. And that brings us to the end of this video. I hope you guys enjoyed this video. I absolutely loved it. I was definitely getting way too passionate in some parts of this video just because confidence truly changed my life. If any of you could see, like actually talk to the version of me like from a few years ago, you would not believe that I was that shy and that quiet and that I transformed into a completely different kind of person, which is so possible for each and every one of you watching this as well.